Faith, Hope and Love, episode 297, the sixth Sunday of Easter, year B. Happy Mother's Day to all mums as we here in Australia celebrate Mother's Day. Different parts of the world celebrate Mother's Day on different dates in the year, but whatever date it is celebrated, it's no coincidence that Christ used the image of an unconditionally loving parent to describe an essential characteristic of God's nature. What better example of unconditional love can be witnessed than the love of a mother for their cherished child? Christ wants us to know and experience the deep and abiding love that God has for us, in calling us truly God's daughters and sons. This weekend we pray for all mothers, that they may be blessed for their goodness, kindness and self-forgetting love. All of the scripture readings this weekend say a lot about the core of Christ's message. When St Peter says to Cornelius, Get up, I myself am only a human just like you. The believers who had accompanied Peter were astounded that the gifts of the Holy Spirit should have been poured out on the Gentiles. And then this line, Whoever is without love does not know God, for God is love. There's so many magnificent lines in the scriptures this weekend that our Christian faith is not ultimately about us, but it's about God revealed in Jesus. That might seem to be an obvious truism. However, we have to acknowledge that in the world, me, me, me seems to be front and centre. We're ultimately not the centre of our own world or the world around us. How wonderful that the Holy Spirit of God takes initiative and falls upon Gentiles even before they were baptised. God's Spirit blows where it wills and inspires and acts upon people in and outside the visible confines of religion and in and outside the church. And God always does what God wants. And what is this love that God shows us? It's revealed in Jesus. It's his self-sacrificing love, which gives and doesn't count the cost, reaches out to give, but doesn't grasp to possess. Because God is all about self-giving, self-forgetting love, and which is about practical, joyful service, compassion, which reduces ego and self-interest, and acts and thinks more as a brother and a sister of humanity, rather than them and us. These are the sound foundations upon which to build our true discipleship of Christ. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Today I arise with love from on high The name of the three in one Today I arise
Proclaim a joyful sound and let it be heard. Proclaim to the ends of the earth. The Lord has freed his people. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and good wishes to you all. As we gather together on this sixth Sunday of Easter, let's pause in order to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first calling to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honour of the risen Lord, and that what we relive in remembrance we may always hold to in what we do. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles 
on Peter's arrival, Cornelius, a centurion of the Italian cohort, met him and falling at his feet worshipped him. But Peter made him get up, saying, Stand up, I am only a man. Then Peter began to speak. I truly understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit, just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. The Word of the Lord The Lord has revealed to the nations His saving power. Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has worked wonders. His right hand and His holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known His salvation, has shown His justice to the nations. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord all the earth, ring out your joy. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice 
for our sins. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. All who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord Wendy Mary Beckett, better known as Sister Wendy, was a British religious sister and an art historian who became well known internationally during the 1990s when she presented a series of BBC television documentaries on the history of art. Her programs such as Sister Wendy's Odyssey and Sister Wendy's Grand Tour often drew up to 25% of the British viewing audience. She was very popular and her quaint and simple way had the New York Times describing her as a sometime hermit who was fast on her way to becoming the most unlikely and famous art critic in the history of television. Well, I became a great fan of Sister Wendy, avidly following her instruction to look deeper than what you first see. There are many layers of meaning to be discovered, she would say. Her particular passion was naturally for religious paintings, urging the viewer to try to get into the mind of the painter, to see and feel what they feel. Now those very same instructions certainly applied to the Gospels and their authors. The Gospels are always like those pictures with different levels of meaning. The underlying truth or picture is meant to be God, but that clarity is not always clear on first hearing the words. We sometimes need to let their instructions sink in. We need to sometimes sit before the text and allow it to wash over us, again following the Sister Wendy method. How can we see or understand God and how much of that meaning is influenced by our own circumstances at the time? 
Are we allowing God to speak to us through the descriptions of the ancient authors? Now the Gospels give us certain pictures that we can initially relate to. God's a rock, a king, a shepherd, a parent, a vine with branches. But of course God transcends all those images, visual and verbal, and in the end, the mystery that is God cannot be limited, just like love, we're told today. True love has no limits, and that is what God is. There must always be the starting point in trying to understand God, because God is love, then God sent Jesus to save us. To do this by giving an example of limitless loving to the end, to death. Now, Mahatma Gandhi, the Hindu pacifist, an admirer of Jesus, was once asked, why don't you become a Christian? And he answered, because I've never met one. Now, we often rack our brains in our struggle to encompass God and the ways of God, but the mystery of life consistently evades our grasp. John's message is that truth is both simpler and deeper than we imagine. It lies at the heart of the search. The paintings of one of the great masters, perhaps will let us into the secret of the mystery. And to understand the heart of the message is to understand what love feels like. If we know what it is like to love one another, if we love our world in the same way that the sun revealed to us, then we can unlock the mystery. The words give up their picture, and the world takes on a sense we otherwise cannot see. If we don't know what love feels like, if we've never felt love, then it's impossible to grasp the depth of what Jesus is trying to convey through the Gospel writer. The parables become simply abstract stories with no place to settle in our own experience. So, imagining the audience in front of the text, why is the community of John being told so repeatedly about the centrality of love over and over again? Have they not got the message? Are they slow to love others, especially the strangers? It's the same issue in the first reading. Peter dreams while asleep on the roof of the house of Simon the Tanner, and it opened to him the possibility of admitting outsiders to the community of faith. Peter would have caused enough trouble by lodging with someone in an unclean occupation, a Tanner, without now saying that Gentiles were to be admitted to the Jewish Christian community. Peter comes to an understanding that God does not have favourites but that anybody of any nationality who fears God and does what is right is acceptable to God. The Holy Spirit offers proof of this when he comes down upon all the listeners, including the Gentiles, just as at Pentecost. Now our parish can suffer similar divisions and exclusiveness and lay us open to the charge of Mahatma Gandhi. Do we really see Christ in one another? Do we even want to see Christ in each other? Do we see Christ in our pastor, or does our pastor see Christ in us? If faith is deficient, failure to love will surely follow. People often complain about sermons on love, unrelieved saccharine nonsense, with little or no practical application. Today's readings have a direct bearing on the survival and growth of our Christian communities. I commission you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. What I command you is to love one another. If faith and love are not the basis of our pastoral endeavours, we shall achieve nothing. And as Sister Wendy might say, all we will see is paint on a canvas.
I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray to our God who comes to us and lives in us. That Christians will understand the significance of God's commandments in modern life and be faithful to them. Lord, hear us. That the world will be renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, hear us. Let us pray in heartfelt thanksgiving to God for all mothers on this wonderful Mother's Day weekend. That God will bless them for their unconditional love and care. Lord, hear us. For all who are sick, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. That the dead may have a place in the heavenly kingdom, especially all dear departed mothers who have gone to their eternal rest and remain in cherished memory, that they now be enjoying the heavenly and eternal banquet feast of the kingdom. Lord, hear us. God ever close to us, who lives and abides in us, your Spirit comes to us and pleads our cause. We humbly ask you to hear us as we pray. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. 
May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfilment in the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray, that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. 
and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil, Keep me always faithful to your commandments, and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life.
If you love me, keep my commandments, says the Lord, and I will ask the Father, and he will send you another paraclete to abide with you forever. Alleluia. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, 
who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ. Increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this paschal sacrament, and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us in this time of reflection and praise. May God's love, strength, hope, faith and love be with you in the trials and joys of this coming week. And again I pray a happy Mother's Day to all mothers. We keep them in our grateful memory. This is a special blessing for all mothers. Let us pray. Good and gentle God, Lord of all creation, we pray in gratitude for our mothers and for all the women who have joined with you in the wonder of bringing forth new life and nurturing with love young lives. Jesus, you became human through a blessed woman, the Virgin Mary. Grant to all mothers the grace and strength that they need to face the uncertain moments that life often brings to us all. Give them ongoing strength to love and to be loved in return. Give them the faithful support of family and friends and the wider community. May they receive peace and joy through their family and friends to sustain them through the joys and the sorrows of life. Most of all, Lord, give them the wisdom to turn to you for help when they need it most. Bless all our mothers and grant them the reward of their unconditional love and kindness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd Edition, Copyright 2010, The International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, Copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, Copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers, Britain. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, publisher E.J. Dwyer, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Today I Arise by Patricia Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise like a rose bears its thorns. Today I arise this new day. From on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within. The
this day I will